0: Hi there, you're listening to the stories from a quest to live happier podcast and I'm your host Nancy Jane Smith. I'm a licensed professional counselor and in this podcast I share my stories and lessons I've learned and I keep learning on my quest to live happier. The show notes can be found at live-happier.com podcast and this is episode 39 to be me and not what's convenient for others. So today's title for the show is a little different than normal and a little questionable, but to be me and not what's convenient for others is kind of the theme of for why a lot of clients come to see me. And they're kind of tired of of not being themselves, of trying to you know, squeeze themselves into a round hole when they're really a square peg. And they've spent all their lives doing that, and so they have this little bit of you know, an aha of I really want to be myself, I'm tired of pretending, I'm tired of, you know, not showing up in the life the way I really want to. But what happens that I think keeps some of us really stuck in that place and prevents us from really moving forward into the area of intentionally living and and being authentic and true to ourselves, is we carry the blame that it's everyone else's fault for why we aren't ourselves. So when you look at the phrase to be me, and not what's convenient for others, there's kind of this underlying tone of blame that other people are the ones that have kept us kept us down, so to speak. When in reality, we are the ones that have made the choice every day to keep our to keep shaving down our square pegs, so they'll fit into that round hole, you know, we're the ones. That go out into the world and decide I'm gonna use, continue to use my perfectionism and my people pleasing as a shield from really showing up in life. And the only way we're really gonna start changing ourselves and allowing ourselves to be me is when we stop blaming other people for for keeping us down. When we stop blaming them for they're the reason why we've shaved off the corners. They're the reasons why I've I've spent so much time stuck in this people-pleasing cycle because in reality we have chosen to do that. Now I can hear the pushback because we have chosen to do that based on the feedback we've gotten. So we might have gotten more approval and more love because we were people-pleasing or because we did have such a strong perfectionist way of living in the world absolutely. When we're living our lives for other people, we are going to get more approval and more love. That's how it works. You know, when we have lived our lives completely for other people, then when we start changing that, there is going to be pushback. That's human nature that's the way it goes but if we continue to live our lives looking at the other person and pointing outward saying they are why we we are down it's it's his fault or her fault it's my mom's fault for teaching me this or it's my you know my brother's fault for always making fun of me or it's my husband's fault for never really showing up then we're continuing to do the same thing instead of people pleasing and perfectionism to get approval we're now we're blaming and angry And we're still not showing up authentically. So we're not showing up authentically by people pleasing and perfectionism. And we're not showing up authentically when we're living in blame and resentment and judgment. The only way we can really show up and be intentional in our lives is when we start owning our stuff. So I know when I engage in people pleasing with my husband, most of the time he doesn't want all the stuff that I'm sucking up to him around. You know, he doesn't really care, but I am feeling insecure and I am feeling out of whack and that's my go-to is to people please. That is also my responsibility to check that. It's my responsibility to, to notice when I am projecting onto him everything my inner critic is saying to me which I do a lot so if my inner critic is is telling me that I'm put on weight or that I look bad I will frequently assume my husband feels the same way and nine times out of ten he doesn't you know he's just like you look great you're my wife I love you he's not paying attention to that sort of thing so you know we project onto other people and we assume that they are keeping us down when in reality they may be our biggest fans and we are letting our inner critics you know put the lens over the camera that skews our whole way of thinking about things so I really want you to be thinking of this as you go through life, and you're and you're going through your day-to-day stuff, and you're looking at, you know, I really want to show up more intentionally, and I really want to take responsibility for what's happening in my life. And that responsibility can be yucky sometimes, <laughs> because then we have to wake up and say, wait, this isn't everybody else's fault. I've created this dynamic too. I have made my husband super dependent on me, or I have created an unhealthy dynamic dynamic with my mom, where she thinks she can call me at all hours of the night with whatever it is she needs. I have helped create that. Not solely, I'm not Flipping the blame totally onto you, but I'm also asking, you know, if we're gonna live intentionally, we gotta be willing to say, "Hey, some of this might be my fault," and even though I resent that this is the that this is the dynamic, what have I gotten out of this dynamic? You know, one of my favorite questions by Dr. Phil, who I'm not necessarily a huge fan of, but. The question is, how is it serving you? Because every action we are doing is serving us in some way. So when we say, I want to be me and not what's convenient for others, the question to turn around and ask is, how is it serving you not to be you? And man, it's serving you in a ton of ways. It's serving you by being safe and protected and you're not vulnerable and you're you know, loved and approved of, and people think you're amazing. But then there's the price you pay for that, which is a pretty heavy price, which is you don't really get the chance to really show your square peg, or I'm sorry, your round peg. You don't get the chance to show your round peg because you're spending so much time shaving off those corners, you miss out on a big part of life. So letting go of some of that blame and that resentment and really allowing yourself to show up fully and take responsibility for what it is that's happening in your life. So the qu- the quote of to be me and not what's convenient for others is a wonderful quote. It, I, I picked it intentionally because I think it really encompasses why a lot of people um, come to see me but I also think to be me and not what's convenient for others really means you have to be willing to embrace the mess and to embrace that messiness of life that messy middle part where you've created a dynamic with someone else that is forcing you not to fully show up and how do you look at that instead of always pointing the finger at them but also looking at yourself and how you've contributed to it. So that's my ramble on, on that quote and I hope it gives you some pause because I think the idea of blaming, resentment, that anger piece, a lot of that comes in because we're so mad at other people for keeping us down and, and in some ways we're mad at ourselves for keeping us down. And so we have to have a piece of forgiveness around there. I mean, that is where self-compassion is just so important is to recognize we're getting hammered by our inner critics all the time. And so sometimes we turn that inner critic external on, on our partners and our family members and our friends. And that's where we can get into trouble. And so when we can start turning that self-compassion around and saying, oh, I just wanna be me and show up. And it's so hard to do that without being frustrated at other people because when we start changing dynamics, people start getting wiggy. And they got, start getting freaked out and so we need to be able to stand strong in our own stuff even though the people around us are getting wiggy and not revert back to our default patterns of starting to shave, shave back our square peg. We have to stand there proudly with our round peg saying you can have that reaction and it's going to suck while I stand here while you have that reaction but I don't need to change who I am to make that okay for you. And so that's a very different energy than I'm going to be mad at you for not accepting my round peg. I'd love to hear from you if you want to email me, nancyjane at live-happier.com. Give me your feedback on your pushback if you have any on how that resonates with you. Okay, so now it's time for the weekly ritual challenge. One thing that has really helped me live happier is adding regular ritual practices to my daily life. So each week I'm going to be sharing a ritual with you and challenging you to complete it. So this one is a little, goes along with the theme of um, really showing up. And I want you to kind of be paying attention throughout the week, and this is a a little more advanced ritual than I normally have, but I want you to be paying attention to when you start feeling resentment, because that resentment is toxic. So when you start feeling resentment, and just notice that in your life, you don't have to do anything around it, you don't have to yell or scream or get it out, but just start noticing how often resentment and blame and frustration show up in your life. And how often when you have resentment or frustration, you resort to blame. Just start noticing that and it'll start unhooking a little bit. And if you can, for extra credit points, add in a little self-compassion. So add in a little, oh, sweetheart, this is so hard and I just really want to blame so and so for this. But we all have a part in this. We've all created this dynamic. So making some wiggle room around that resentment and frustration and not immediately, you know, resorting right to blame. Okay, that's the show. Thanks for listening. The Stories from Request to Live Happier podcast comes out every week. Questions, please email me nancyjane at live-happier.com. And until next time, here's to living happier.